Keely. Important note, a calm, serene environment is a must. Relax and enjoy. Healy is a portable IMF frequency program that boosts health, vitality, and well-being. The perfect system for in-home use. Frequencies for life. Healy. Scan and shop. Follow and like. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest calling in from Germany today is Mylene, and she has got a great story to share with you today. So without further ado, Nicole, would you like to introduce our guest? Absolutely. Writers, speakers, and creative entrepreneurs hire Mylene to create infinite momentum because most feel confused, misunderstood, and alone. So she moves them into serenity from where all ununifies. They then confidently act from their own vast knowledge and stand radiantly in life as on stage. Mylene reaches a worldwide audience on her podcast, Moving to Oneness. She has facilitated thousands to connect to their wisdom, embody themselves fully, and wake up to what is possible and listen to their inner guidance. Welcome to the show, Mylene. Oh, thank you very much, Beverly Nicole, for having me on your show. It's a fascinating topic. 360 is like oneness. <laughs> Yes, it is. You know, it's oneness around the world, around everything. It's, you know, from start to finish, it gets that, gets that um, uniqueness of infinity, right? Because a circle, there, there's no beginning, there's no end. Yeah. And that's what makes it exciting with the oneness of all that is. So, um, Melaine, why don't you share with the audience about what it is that you do exactly? how it has changed your life and how it has changed in the lives of those that you work with. Yeah, thank you for asking. So I would start maybe with what I realized now, uh, half a um, century later in my life, that I could not not do what I am. And I think going through all of these directions, starting, you know, as a child, speaking a lot of the truth, being fascinated by nature, I became a landscape architect later and uh, studied a little bit about uh, veterinarian medicine, right, and uh, the zoology and how animals function. I wrote later the thesis about cats and uh, how we can live and share our behavior to optimally live together. So I noticed always it re there were things that reappeared or my art reappeared. Why did I love even landscape architecture so much? It was because I could paint at that time. You didn't use the computer so much. It just started. And uh, always there was also the conversation part and uh, the... He, I would even say the healing part, the calmness I brought to people. And looking now in retrospect, then I thought, oh, my God, I always did similar things this, the whole time throughout my life. And that's what um, honed then the experience that I had 
um, lived through this experience of finding out what do you love to do? What can you not do? What is deep within? What is the knowledge you want to live here on this um, planet? This is what I bring and pull out of people by reconnecting them, one, to the native landscape. So mostly it's where people are born, right? It has a strong impact, the nature, uh, the earth, the colors. And I've noticed it impacts when they utilize that in their branding, in their vocabulary even, um, or into their copywriting. Yeah, the vocabulary of their landscape, maybe or what they've experienced when they were young. And uh, to bring that out. And then at the same time, it ignites something within you to bring out um, your radiance, right? Because then you recognize, oh my God, I've done all of these things over and over in my life. So I don't have to search anymore. This is important. People always are on search, but most of the things are within ourselves and we just have to acknowledge them and say oh yeah that's how I function oh that's what I love to do and then that not uh, circumcise yourself so I, I support people in not uh, cutting parts of them away but living all of their facets right because they feed each other and then they feed me or they feed you and they feed all of us in a very very deep and full like the word fullness is there in this full way of uh, becoming and exposing all of you to the world so if you have a message if you're an artist if you want to write right these are all the things then I pull out of you to be the optimal you really why you're here on this uh, planet and what you're here to bring for the future well, that's wonderful because, you know, there's a lot of us that are there, you know, even at different points of your life, you know, you may think, wow, I've got it all together. I got the world by the tail. Everything is going, you know, your way. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, what happened here? Something's missing, right? So to be able to start to discover all these other different assets, these different parts, as you mentioned, of yourself that really are part of who you are in the wholeness and the oneness, right? And to be able to say, oh, yeah, I, I need to utilize that. Oh, yeah, I can see where I lost that at a certain, you know, age bracket, you know, and to bring that around full circle. And sometimes it's not always very pretty, is it? No. <laughs> <Not> even... <laughs> Speak of experience, because we walk detours, right? There come the moments where we doubt ourselves or we listen more to others or we think others or society expects certain profession of us, certain studies, uh, a certain way of acting, of being, right? Even where we live. So there comes a whole... Um, a lot of expectations we think we have to act on that are from others. And, you know, we're taught that from uh, uh, young children on it already, our whole schooling is based on that, that we act and do what others tell us. And, the, you know, with so much interest of, of history, we have to learn. So we have to look what was instead of that it's looked on what does each student bring uniquely 
to the classroom and how can a teacher pull out that essence um, that uniqueness right and this is something we're missing not around the world everywhere but i would say mostly our western culture has lost that a little bit well yeah sometimes i can look at that and say maybe they've lost it a lot of it and again it boils right back down into that communication and the verbiage and the usage and the language that we do and you know technology has kind of taken some of that and distance it right to where we're not communicating verbally and and emotionally you know and the last couple of years now have given us an opportunity to say well let's step back here and take a look at where have we lost our connectedness you know and the connectedness with others but the connectedness with with the self right and to be able to utilize that and like you say begin to pull out of within who you are that uniqueness because everyone is unique and not judge someone by what their uniqueness is but begin to understand it and to honor it to allow everyone to be who they are instead of having to play the game oh i have to be a certain way to be accepted to be loved to be a part of you know, so when you're working with clients, you know, and, and you come upon that, what do you do or share, I should say, with your clients to help them overcome some of those um, obstacles of the past that, oh, I'm responding this way all the time because I felt that I was going to be judged if I didn't do it this way or that it was going to be wrong. You were touching on a certain point. You were touching on vocabulary. So vocabulary tells us a lot and a body language right uh, how do you express yourself and that has been an interest of mine how do people embody their knowledge and so i've observed uh, people since i'm a little girl and how do they walk talk sit move right we can speak so much already through that also what kind of vocabulary do you use and you can sense and uh, notice how what uh, words are spoken yeah so i i'm listen very very deeply i ask them to share so that they get the experience that they can feel safe and comfortable of exposing all of what they are especially it starts then mostly what in their childhood or teenager right many of us in a teenager phase that's when we closed in and then it takes a long time to unravel again and open up what we were when we were really, really young and to uh, live that again. Like, you know, um, we don't live in a culture where that is seen as birth. If you're lucky, you're born in a culture where they see your gift and what your purpose is right away in a tribal setting, right? And then they train you in your way and uh, give you a support system. So that's the other thing, providing support. And uh, many think they're alone, that not um, they couldn't share things with others. So then they notice suddenly, oh, I can share this. And they give themselves then, um, what's the word, um, the permission 
right? Somehow I give them permission because I'm so awkward myself and then they can see, oh, she can do it, right? This is the most important. I have to walk my talk um, that they can see, oh, that is okay. I can do this. I can explore this. And then it's an exploration of oneself, of, of themselves in different ways than through art, through a writing, whatever they love most or contemplating sitting in the sun. And there's a little tip, do it outside, whatever you think, whatever you tools you do uh, utilize to figure out what you're made of, how you're made of, what you love to do, right? Um, because inside we're a little cut off of the symphony of the cosmos. And humans anyway, we're a little out of it. Yeah, everything functions already. So to reconnect, to touch a plant, to sit on the ground, to feel the wind on your skin is then important to pick up all these nuisances. And also nature is a support system that we neglect. It, um, or if you're lucky, you also have very natural materials as furniture or clothing. Yeah, these also then are materials of nature and they also exist to it becomes like a medicine. So and suddenly they see what support systems they have and then what other people are around the world that are like them. Wow, that's amazing. You know, you, you said two things that really kind of caught my ears here, you know, is giving permission. You know, and it's really key to give the self permission to make that shift and let it be okay. Because if it's okay with the self, then it doesn't matter if it's okay out here in society, because there's always going to be that conflict. Some are going to accept it and some are not, right? But it's that acceptance of the inner working that is relevant for that growth in every aspect that you that you take. And another word that we hear like with every guest is listen. And that again, when you're talking about the vocabulary and sharing the stories and everything and the work that the facilitators are doing is hearing. If you don't Pay attention. This is why we were given two ears, right? Really listen. Stay in the presence of what is being spoken. And that's something that's relevant for each of us individual as well as to listen to the self. Listen to what your body is telling you. Listen to what, as you said, nature, you know, everything that's around you. What are all these hidden messages that we're not paying attention to? And your senses, you know, you don't have to see something to listen. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to just open your ears to hear because your sight, your smell, your, your touch, all of these other senses come back to that listening. So yeah. we can incorporate all of that, right? So when, go ahead, share, yeah, share with you. Staying on the listening, you know, and we have to listen with the whole body. So I'm, I'm a physical channel. I, my, I've changed physically depending on what channels come through sometimes. Um, and the important thing is 
most of us, we live so tight, we have pulled together, it goes back again, as I said, when we were younger, when we're trying to adapt. So if, you, if you're if a fluid being, but you know, you're supposed to always be like a, a concrete, a sky rise, a high rise, it's hard and you work all your life to be so fluid. So you, you, we become so tight. It is hard to feel ourselves and then also feel others. So the feeling and the sensing uh, and also of your opposite, that is so important. And you, you hinted to something before when we were speaking about a technology. So in a way, what is nice, the youth is now using a lot of the technology, they're separated from each other, but what do they hone is the telepathy. So they have to use other senses of communicating, of feeling each other, where are they are in that three-dimensional world or even, you know, the gamers. They also have to play with teams that are sitting somewhere else. Before they were always next to you, you can use your... So they have to hone into something new. So in a way, this is also a very exciting what newness is brought so that they can use more of their uh, senses or abilities that they brought to earth, this younger generation. Yeah, that's a, a very good point that you made there is that intuitiveness, right? And that is, again, listening and paying attention, like you said, with your whole body, because that intuitiveness is there. You know, before language came in and phones came in and the internet came around, it was all done, you know, mentally through those messages being sent. You know, we all experience those, you know, on different levels, not necessarily consciously but unconsciously you know when all of a sudden we have a thought it's like oh somebody must be thinking about me and then all of a sudden the phone rings right mm -hmm. or a, a person that you know pops into your head and it's just like they don't go away it's like you know maybe I should call them and check on them and see what's going on and yeah. then you hear you know them say I was just thinking about you and wondering what was going on you know so these are that in you know intuitiveness that is very critical you know in all times and paying attention to what is going on, you know, with the world around you and outside of you, but more importantly, what is the message that your own spirit, your own body is, is speaking to you very loudly to pay attention. So we're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back and find out what led you to being all that you are here today. Healy important note a calm serene environment is a must relax and enjoy healy is a portable imf frequency program that boosts health vitality and well-being the perfect system for in-home use frequencies for life Healy, scan and shop, follow and like. Welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest calling in from Germany, Mylene, has been sharing some wonderful, wonderful things today. And now Nicole has some questions for you. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. You know, I always like to ask that little bit of difficult question um, in the journey. 
Mylene, is how did you get here? Was, was it something that just a light shined and you tuned in, you turned on and you were like, okay, I'm ready to move forward. Or was it really that deep soul connection? Was there something that you had to surrender in that kind of dark night of the soul or that Phoenix rising with that moment where you're like, you know what? I am not listening to my heart's desire. I am not listening to my purpose. You know, I am not here in the oneness of all that I am. What was that journey for you? That's interesting. You know, sometimes I wished, or maybe more than a few sometimes, <laughs> I would have, I love to have an accident and you need this boom, right? Where uh, some wake up then the next day and they know what they need to do and who they are. And for me, <laughs> it's still not this way. I'm always fine-tuning, trying, what am I, uh, what is there? Because many of us that are now on the planet, uh, we don't have the teachers. We don't, we have to create so much newness. So when I started out uh, already as a young child, now looking back, it's always easy, right? I, but I uh, spoke a lot of truth and scared the adults because what I would see, often I would see death where now the next accident would happen um, or share something about other people. Yeah, just leisurely, because as a channel, it, I open them and always things came through. Not that I heard, I don't hear when I'm a channel. I'm always something. I'm always channeling nonstop. So even in my life now, I do not separate life and work. It is, it is one 360, right? It's, it's the oneness. So, and then I became very quiet and my dad even said about six, I became more sad. I stopped really being happy. And uh, that's one I've learned, you know, you get tightened, honed in because as young children, and I saw that too, you see the energies, you're so connected. And then you get put into these buildings <laughs> and instead of being outside. And I don't know, but somehow I was lucky, uh, moved around in the world. I wasn't in the big city from a small village like uh, Manhattan. Then I moved into the Alps because I wanted to be like, I don't know, I, I told my mom, I want to be in a boarding school because I had read these fun books. I ended up in a place I fell in love with high up in the mountains in the Alps. So I was there a lot outside again, not knowing that I needed it. But um, now I know, right? You always immersed there's there was no vill a, a tiny village 1700 meters up you don't see many people I was always running in, in nature taking my way I did that already since a little girl I always ran away I never walked a path I've, I followed the energy lines throughout like a dog would walk or a cat you watch them they don't walk the uh, precise path that were designed with a, a ruler um yeah and so then i you know when i was uh, looking for what to study business was interesting a beauty always fascinated architecture you know and then i said no uh, art and you know art someone said oh then you're dumb when you study art right only the stupid ones do that so endeavors <laughs> art or art history 
And but business, I understood it, but it was not me. I could feel it at, you know, when you have to study for something and it still doesn't go into your head. And so I said, okay, I'll go uh, to the US. I then went to the US and studied uh, veterinary medicine. And that became easier. I learned about animals and how they move, biology, the chemistry. Yeah. So I, again, was looking from the fine nude to the large picture. That's something I loved all my life. Uh, I, I did mention I have cerebral palsy. So I always was fascinated what can improve my way of walking, of re uh, relaxing me, um, uh, doing what I want to do. This was always important, <laughs> doing what I want to do. And then uh, finding landscape architecture and then moving out of that again into the art and then again into the healing and the shamanism. And through all that path were my cats. And I think a big moment where I could not neglect anymore that I have to give more emphasis to the healing I, I've learned people always came to me to talk and share their story and their life. And I would get answered. And they said, oh, I feel so comfortable. I can be so you. I took it so as natural. And so then when uh, my son was born, I knew something has happened. <laughs> there was, there, maybe there was an incident. There was my cat. Uh, for the first time I heard here, uh, I will die when you get married. And I got married with you know, seven months pregnant in, in Italy. And then I said, no, you can't. I had to figure a way out to let communicate with her and let her know she can't die. I'm not going to get married. <laughs> She's going to die when I'm, I'm gone. And then I found someone uh, who did animal commu uh, uh, communication or shamanism, shamanic journeys for animals. And so I was relying to, to her to please wait until I'm back. And she did wait and she explained. And that got me on the shamanic route. And before that was I've, to get pregnant, I wanted to have physically a, a good body to give birth to my son. So I've learned to do self-feeling and to feel my energy again with through the Koreans, right? Their, their, their way. So, so many things came together. There was always a building and a constant exploration of life. And again, also there are so many different uh, facets and maybe always for a certain time. But in the end, I'm bringing it back together even now, right? I have my cats that influenced me since I'm a little girl, pushed me off my plateaus still. <laughs> Yeah, they come and help me heal. Doesn't matter if it's a physical healing, the more shamanic way, or if it's the channeling way when I have uh, converse with the star nations and bring information. And so there was this building up, but I never heard. I was really always had to rely on being me, living my full being and personality uh, so I could bring others. I sometimes wish I had someone talk in the back, <laughs> said, ah, do this, do that. I didn't have that. So that was hard. And there's still many others. We, we really, we're direct translators. We live our knowledge. There is no one who, um, or some see something tra can translate and have a support him. So I had to learn to trust. And then also I learned that I'm physically always someone else that I change and 
I had to learn from others what they see and from others what they experience. So maybe through this, I learned also this strong listening and this sensing um, and being part of everything. Right, right. That and, that and that's so beautiful that you say that. And we are all facets of life, right? We are the full 360 circle. We are um, the, the collected consciousness mm -hmm. and we are one. And it's, it's those differentials in the vibration. And so much of what you do, the translation in your paintings, and I, I am looking at your website now, and I, and I encourage people to go there and see the beautiful paintings that you allow yourself to channel and to yeah. utilize and, and to be in that energetic connection. And it's when you're channeling and, and you're kind of riding the wave of the energy and allowing that to take place in that connection, maybe to the brush of the painting. Uh, to the meaning of the greater consciousness of that light being what what they are telling you in the communication, right? What that translation is. You're that medium, just like a psychic medium to the other world and that con other world connection uh, in the vibration and in, in the art form and, and allowing that to come through and to process it here in this world now and, and to and bring I it to like life. I would like to go a step further. I believe we have much more. We are light being as well, right? right. Oh, and absolutely. We're not just translators. And this was something that I was fascinated since a little girl. And I, I don't know, books, written materials, stories, people from around the world or places I have been in the world. Um, where do we start creation? And there are, you know, I, I'm, sometimes I feel a little bit more like a sorceress. Right. Because I'm so comfortable in the material world as in the non-material world where we all, and we can do this all. Maybe this is more a little bit of my talent, right? Where, how do you create? I don't want to know that energy flows. That's never been enough. That where do I start? How do I get it to flow? How uh, can I learn certain communication, right? I wanted to live, learn why can we become a thousand years old? Where are those people? And and lucky in the, you know, I find the information, and and meet the people that are uh, carrying that um, wisdom or, and and walking it, because I believe we are really creators of our life. That we are always able to go into the state into when we're in our natural state or really a high vibration. That's why it's so important to surround yourself with medicine and yeah it's clothing or furniture or the people or being able to go outside does not matter what climate zone you live in or what kind of setting um, and environment and to know and this is important we don't really know that we can decide to do or not to do to create or not to create many of to, to look around, where do I find those rituals again, where they're teaching this again. So I encourage everyone, you are so much more than we're taught. And it goes back to the thousands of years where we Absolutely. were cut off of our uh, wisdom, because the more we listen to others, it goes back to that, right? 
right. the better it, it's we in can that be trust. controlled. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's also in that trust. That wisdom is in us. And there's so many points of uh, facets in our lives, if we go back just in this life alone, that we can see that we have that wisdom. It's the trust. We are the energetic beings. We are the light beings, 100%. But we have to claim that. And that's yes. the point in our journey. When do we claim that? And that's mm -hmm. what we need to do. Uh, stop, you know, kind of dipping our toe in the water and move forward and trust and allow that to happen. Have the faith in yourself. And it's not always in other people. It's the faith in yourself because other people are pushing you or the life and your guides are pushing you into that. Sometimes you push yourself into that experience, but are you experiencing that moment and that energy and that light? You know, it's just like the lunar eclipse that we did just have. And I notice you also talked very much about, and also on your website, about the shamanic journey. And that is that shadow part of the moon, right? And so the dark and the light, as uh, you know, so many of us talk about, it's that dark and the light, it is all one energy, but it's all in that experience in that moment. Are we allowing that to occur? Are, are we taking our freedoms as us, as our own beings, um, our, our own free will, and are we moving forward with that in that energy? And, or are we battling with the dark and light? And that shamanic journey is that other part of who we are. We are light beings. We are in that positivity in our life, but we also have to work with and understand the darkness or the shadow within us. It's not a bad thing. It's not an evil part of us. It is part of us. And in, as we encompass it and as we love it and take it into all the fragments that it, that are us and we put it together in the bigger picture, we love that and we acknowledge our experiences, good and bad, and our traumas moving forward. And it's in that moment that we start to heal when we feel that, right? That that sun and that light, um, you know, and that's part of that. And I, I see also that you're doing the um, the energetic um, translation, but also in the singing. And you talk mm -hmm. so much about the energy, and that's part of your tonality and part of how you talk here. And and you're very much in in that um, energy. You embrace it very much. Like it's, when we talk to you, we can see that. And when we talked to you before the show, we were able, Beverly and I were able to see right away the energy, the being of you and the embracing that. And let's 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 talk about really that moment when you decided to embrace it moving forward, right? Uh, and your son and your were, family. Yeah. Uh, so I learned one thing. The more I live myself, um, the others adapt to it in a way, but that doesn't always come right away. Yeah. Even I, I saw my husband, he had to totally move away out of my life to then be able to come around and go through something. Luckily, I have a son. He, he was born right with me, right? He supported me uh, on my journey on finding myself. And he pushed me even to, I wanted to, you know, be, uh, my fullness for him so i'm an example i don't want to tell him how to live his life um so uh, that arranges but there were moments uh, and they were over and over when I, there was uh, just by talking when that singing started 
I've learned long before that my energy lines and um, that I paint energy and what materials I use, yeah? But that was already uh, natural. But when that singing suddenly came, I was also afraid. So first I sung to the wind in nature and then uh, to friends and then Slate, uh, I, I, uh, I invited first the Germans and then the Americans, right, to, to, to join in. And then I, then I was courageous enough to say, oh, now I want a radio show. And then I did my radio show for seven years where I could hone exactly what I wanted. I knew there was no censoring on it and I could sing for people or for bigger topics for this planet. Um, whatever they asked for. And I loved that. Or there was another moment I was under a boulder, uh, I don't know, four by four, um, bigger, maybe five by five foot boulder I was crushed under. And I, it, I, nothing was broken, nothing. And then that moment I physically learned um, to really believe and use my abilities to connect and to communicate, to tell people where to find me because everyone was deep in the down where the river was and it, that's a loud river. So it was, they couldn't hear even me scream. I was all the way at the top, right? And we had to throw the awareness arms on the mountain and then hold it when he was throwing it back the mountain. So, and I had to learn there that first of all, I can, be one with the boulder, so the weight was gone, that my material, this was so important, I physically felt how material can become, uh, move into each other, yeah, so it's, uh, we talk a lot about, but I really, I need, I always need proof, <laughs> I <think laughs> right, right, <laughs> right, and, and so then there, and then I had to tell people where I'm lying, and I thought, okay, where the wind, where is the, yeah, and Luckily, I was then found and rescued with the helicopter. And, um, but that's where I learned we are all one and there's a whole team, visible and non-visible, that exists. Um, or even with that art. So when I was done painting only energy, it burned. The, the, the first truck of the, the biggest uh, logistics company in, in the world <laughs> The only truck that ever burned in their history was mine with my whole atelier and my paintings. So again, I thought, what the heck? They were ready all to go to a gallery, disappeared. So I know, okay, they were used, needed for the ether. But then three years later, it took time for me to remold myself because there's a remolding of saying what really needs to pay, be painted. And then there were just these small paintings or a bigger paint, you know, and I learned, oh, just symbols so I could show what people is, what uh, people's wisdom is, what they're growing into, what they're walking into, right? So, and I can only paint those when my body moves me. So not when I want to, if there's a need. And that's so important. I've learned there has to be a need to do anything. If there's no need, we don't need to do it. We can wait. It gives a lot of uh, relief or exhale we can exhale so much more if i give get, can give this on to the world and then you know over and over and now again you know with the corona what was there i rehoned in and said oh my god 
I always brought the future. And then I, I took the time to, what did I say all my life to people? And I remember these things, not what I was doing, but just what I was saying. And I learned, oh, I spoke the future. I said, oh my God, I have to live the future too. So how can you live to bring the future? And many of us are doing this right now. And so the future has, is not here. So we have to be courageous. And again, the permission to say, okay, I, I am this way and I have to live this now. Otherwise I cannot bring the change that I'm here to bring right. and to educate others about myself or ourselves, right? How we function. They understand me or you, uh, Nicole or Beverly, right? Because we're one, we're all the same yes. material and we have many things that are very similar, but then what are our differences? And then also to ask for support, to uh, have the time to delve into what we need to delve into to do here. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, we, we need to ask for that support and help, but also find out where we fit in the puzzle. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, yes, embrace our differences, but embrace our similarities. And in that larger picture of living into that future and living our best life is going with that energy and allowing ourselves to fit in that puzzle in the larger picture and saying, yes, this is where I fit in life. This is where I belong. This is how, how um, I am connected, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and how I can connect and in service as well. You know, how can I be in service? Yes. And, and you listen to that with the paintings. Uh, you, you were able to recognize where can I be in service with my art? Where, where can I interpret that energy and put it here and, and best serve uh, other people and myself within that? You know, and when you go back to that energetic connection, listening when you were crushed by that boulder, listening to how people can find you. What was the direction? Where were you? You know, connecting to nature to say, okay, I'm here with you. Um, help me find that connection and, and to connect to the rocks and the wind and every all the elements out there so that people can find you. And so you're learning to interpret that energetic connection. And that's also when we get into the movement of the energy and being able to move larger surfaces, it's connecting to that energy um, itself to be able to utilize it as a tool. Um, yes. instead of having it harm us as well. And I'm going to bring Beverly back in because it's so great to talk to you and listen, you know, to everything that you're saying because there's so many facets of us as humans. It's just, that's the beautiful math of us. We are that, that larger problem solver. And in order to do that, we have to understand yes. each and every yes. component and, and piece and, and that, that life connection. So I'm going to bring Beverly back in because, you know, we're just about done with the show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what a beautiful message you shared here today and your energy and your, the truth. I mean, you, you are what you speak and it just comes flowing through so naturally. It just, my whole body is just chilled through and through because <clears throat> of these unique truths that you have displayed here today in that wisdom and sharing your journey, you know, as to a lot of times it's like confusing, right? And it's like, 
okay, what are we going to do here? So to be able to share that and say, you know, this is how I got past it. And I loved it when you said, I need the proof. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, she's talking about me because I was the same way, that little rebel, you know. And it's like, okay, you're not going to really get this. You're not going to pay attention 100% unless I slap you, bring you to your senses. And it's like, okay, okay, I got it. I got it, right? So every one of us learn a different way through that journey. But the key is that you pay attention and you get it. Right, one way or another, the universe is going to make sure that you get it loud and clear. So, right now, could you share with the audience maybe three tips that they can take away from the show here today and just start incorporating that into their life right now to help them on that journey as to where mm -hmm. it is that they're headed? Yeah, one tip would be to become aware of your surrounding. So to be outside and maybe sit still for a second and feel what is below you and really feel even the worms that are crawling underneath or what of materials, fungi, right? Grass, asphalt, concrete, sand. Then to feel what is flying above, right? How even the clouds or the birds or the wind and, and look at the beauty or, or plants and or if an animal is moving close to you. Often, you know, when I drive, I get, my head gets moved and I have to acknowledge and uh, in a way say hello to a bird or a deer or even at night, <laughs> I suddenly had to move and there was this little animal. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um, a uh, hedgehog, I think, something you call it, right? And you, so you can sense of what is around you. Then another one would live your rhythm and notice uh, or start doing a little bit what, how you want to live. And it starts with, you know, like we want to go and you have to meet someone, but you need to maybe dance for a second or stand in the sun for a second before you go. And to... To, you have to notice then that maybe the lights suddenly are all green and you come in the right time to that uh, meeting or maybe the other person is late. So to allow you in a way always a little bit more of the things you love to do in the moment. And you know, notice how the whole world will move with you and uh, work with you. And what is the third? Yeah, when you, when you talk with uh, people, listen to them, look at them. Because often they are afraid to share what they want to share. And they start with the safety of talking about one thing. And then look behind, look for the words that show the depth. And then look behind and ask maybe also questions and look behind so you get them to answer their own or see their own questions and support and you also get to see what the depth and love and beauty is sitting right or standing right in front of you when you converse with them that's a gift <laughs> yes it is and thank you for sharing that you know it really is a gift when you start to pay attention and really connect with nature, connect with the people, you know, around you, be in the now, listen, pay attention, and everything becomes so much more 
accept acceptable. It becomes easier to understand. And it it kind of takes you away from having to be on that fighting defense all the time, you know, and allows you to relax and to really accept and honor the other person you're communicating with and give them that opportunity to allow them to shine their own light and their own knowingness and uniqueness and wisdom that they have to share, right? Oh, we could talk here forever, Mylene. It's just, an, it's been so beautiful having you here. So we are going to call this another episode of 360 Wisdom Speaks. You know, comment below. Let us know the wisdom that you received here today. We love to hear all about, you know, how you liked the show and what would you like to have to hear more about on the show from guests. And let us know if you want to even reach out and be a guest. So if you want to find Mylene all of her information is going to be connected with this podcast here. Very easy to find it. Reach out to her. Yeah, She's all over the place. Remember this beautiful face if you're on video. Remember that voice. And again, give it that thought. Open the heart and receive. Thank you so much for being here, Mylene. Thank you, Nicole. And thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Ciao. Healy important note, a calm, serene environment is a must. Relax and enjoy. Healy is a portable IMF frequency program that boosts health, vitality, and well-being, the perfect system for in-home use. Frequencies for life. Healy, scan and shop, follow and like.